ways. My name is Lonnie and this week I'm joined by a special guest. Now I don't introduce my guests. I'll let them introduce themselves. So I'm going to let him introduce himself today. Well, first thank you for having me. Yes. My name is Curtis but I go by Trillificent on the interwebs. I am the host of a podcast called Gay Side Stories. And I am the co-host of another podcast called Ratchet Ramblings. And yeah. just recently adding to my small portfolio of nothing, I am the co-founder of a podcast network. It's called yes. Flawless Noises Media Network. Yes. Which is home to those two podcasts that I mentioned and a handful of others. Crown and Collards, Not So Newlywed, and Mama Meets World. Yes, someone with a resume show. <laughs> listen, I'm trying because I listen to some of these shows when they have guests and they be like, and they've done this and they've done this. And I'm like, well, I woke up today. I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, I'm still a newbie. So, not me. Not me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, welcome to Alicia to to you hoes. I'm shimmying. Y'all can't see it, but I'm shimmying. Okay. Come on, tits. <laughs> So, well, first of all, thank you so much for coming. Um, as you both don't, well, as you guys both all don't know, I'm getting over being sick and long with Trill. Yeah. I have been bedridden since Thursday because I have a stomach virus. Ooh. The yes. ghetto. Listen, I'm here. I'm pushing through and I'm making progress. <laughs> so... I'm, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot going on this week. Um, I think the timeline's going to be short this week. I'm going straight into my normal format. Um, let's see here. I think, it, well, I can start with this one. Um, Khalif Brothers family settles with New York City for $3.3 million. Um, if mm. you remember, um, I believe the name of the documentary was Time, the Khalif Brothers story. Um, he was a person that went to Rockers for a crime he did not commit and basically completely fucked with his complete mental to the point where he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I want to say not so long after he died, his mom passed away. So, New York, um, he was incarcerated at the notorious, I want to say, yeah, the notorious New York prison called Rutgers Island. And it's just a bunch of things that were done to him that happened while he was there that he witnessed. And it completely changed him from who he was. Um, I still feel like $3.3 million wasn't enough. I personally, yeah, I feel like I agree. I feel like they should have got at least $25 million. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. He, unfortunately, a young man lost his life. Um, though to his own demons, it was also part of traumatic experience that he experienced while he was in the prison. Right. Do you remember how long he was in prison? I think he was incarcerated for, I forget how many years. It, it wasn't that he went to trial or anything. He was just there. Right. Because they have that where they, yeah. yeah. Um, Kanye West is reportedly suing Rockefeller Records and EMI. Um, of course, citing oh. the fact that he's not, he hasn't been paid properly for his content 
this is the part that I'm confused about because I swore he was signed to Def Jam. Though in the beginning he was signed to Rockefeller, but of course with the whole falling out with Dame and Jay, I could have swore that he was signed to Def Jam. I'm confused. Uh, don't give me the line because I threw Kanye away a long time ago. <sighs> well, listen, he is trash. There's no easy way to put it. Um, let's see what else I got going on. Like I told you guys, I am literally running through the show this week. Um, the Dream confirmed one, Rihanna is almost done with her album. And two, Beyonce is working on a new project. Boy, he just be telling everybody. No, he's involved in both of their writing camps. Right, but why are you telling it? You know Beyonce don't like for us to know nothing. Listen, you got to stay ready with Beyonce. If you're a Beyonce fan, you know she makes no announcements. She's just laying on you. So, for a Beyonce fan, it's hard for us. Okay? We got to stay ready at all times. (laughs) Bless you. We got to stay ready at all times for the shenanigans and the foolery, child. So... Not untrue. So, but still, well, he it's different when you're contracted to both of them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you're a part of both of their songwriting camps. Why not? Hell, they pay your bills. Listen, if I told you not to open your goddamn, <laughs> I'm good and ready. Then they then they do what they need to do. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm. We're fucking around, but I think that uh, they probably are okay with him because he he does this a lot. Like it's not the first time he spills the beans on a project that they're working on, right? Yeah, so I don't I don't think it's an issue like Mm-mm, that because but... even Swiss Beats will drop the dime if Beyonce working on something too. He sure will. He'd be like, I too am here. <laughs> Forget me not. Uh, Tiara Marie loses again. Her the judge completely throws out her revenge porn case against Akbar. This also goes on top of the case that she lost that she had against Fifty Cent, where of course she owes him thirty k, and he is taunting her until he gets his money. Oh, you want to talk about petty boots? <sighs> he's like my favorite internet troll. I don't know why he's immature as fuck, but he's like literally my favorite internet troll. I mean. I can see it because he's good at it. So I can see why he would okay. be. Um, but he's still a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, who knows? So no, we we all know he 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 is. DMX was recently released um, from prison where he served a year for tax evasion, and they showed a picture oh, with shit. him and his fiance and one of his youngest children. Um, it looks like D done gained a little weight while locked up in the fa- in the Good. face. So <laughs> who, you know who knows? Maybe we'll get some some screaming beats out of um out of him. You know, maybe who who knows? I don't know if we need that, but I'm glad that he is okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, I need him to yell at me. Okay. I don't know what it is about him, but he gives like the best gym music that you could ever find in your life. Yeah, but that was old school him. That's not the current him. This is true. Um, I don't, I don't know if I want the current him yelling at you, being near me at listen, all. Listen, he's aggressive. Okay, he's a little aggressive and assertive. Why not? 
Did y'all see it? We do, and we don't we don't need that. But for <laughs> why? I see it. Well, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm th- instantly when I think of DMX, uh, DMX. I don't know. I keep on using my job reference. When I think of Oops. DMX, I think of the sex scene in Belly. I, the, mm, right. So this is what I was thinking. I was like, you must be romanticizing a specific look, version of DMX. Cause all I can think of is how aggressive that sex scene was in Belly. Oh my god, it was. But listen. And I mean, he does have a lot of kids, so that's not to say that he might not necessarily be aggressive in real life, but he's also on crack, so. So, um, I think I spoke about this already. I'm not too sure. Um, Future, aka the world's, the world's most favorite baby um, bit of mama, um, has remarked mm-hmm. again to Ciara and her husband, um, claiming that Ciara controls him. This was just weird. It, it's weird because you keep on claiming, well, I don't know what it is. Maybe because she was the one that had common sense and just got away from you. And yeah, the one that got away. It, it is what it is, you know? It is what it is. What can you do? She was the one that had common sense to live her life. I mean, get married, might I add. Um, Get married to her husband, Russell, okay? Um, Have his baby on top of the son that you have, and he's an active father figure in your child's life. Now, the thing that I think the public doesn't know is the tension between the two of them is so bad when he goes to see his dad, Ciara's not even there, nor is he. Like, they use their parents as, um, as their mediators mm-hmm. like to um, basically transport baby future. I mean, that makes sense when you... <clears throat> Not doing what you're supposed to be doing, and you can't keep my name out of your fucking mouth. He, she has a, she has a cease and assist on him, an NDNA. Like you cannot talk about me, but he still finds a way to do it. He dances around it. Yeah, always. But and it's just weird to me. I'm just like, why do you? Why are you so invested? Because you're a better baby mama. Um, Chris Brown. I think I didn't speak about this because I think it happened literally. Um as I was recording the show last week. Um, Chris Brown was accused of rape while in Paris. Um, he was arrested on accusations of rape. Um, he was later cleared of all charges and released. Um, and of course, he came out with a statement saying, this bitch lying. Um, right after he was released from prison, he decided to sue his accuser for defamation which is actually a smart move for him, and now she's crying, saying that it would like she just was under the wrong impression. Now, I completely agree with him, especially because this is like the second time that a woman has accused him of sexual assault or rape, even, and he wasn't guilty. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people, especially in cancel culture, they're like, "Oh, I canceled him already. I canceled him already." I said the difference between R. Kelly and Chris Brown. Is Chris Brown had one incident really against him when it came to aggravated assault against a female, which was, of course, domestic violence, um, besides Karuchi, which was stalking. Um, the thing is, for me, 
he to me he basically owned to his crime he did his time he completely changed as a person Mm. so I'm not going to completely throw him away and suggest the reason that he was cleared of all charges. I didn't throw him away. I'm like, I'm not going to cancel Chris Brown. Um, I'm going to have to disagree with that. I don't know. I haven't seen any evidence that he's changed as a person. Um, <clears throat> but I, and with this, I'm hesitant. I'm going to say, let's see what else comes out. But if she, if what is being presented now is the facts, then, you know, good for him for standing up for himself and not letting somebody just say some wild shit about him that is so damaging and bad luck to her for doing it. I mean, well, since you're being sued for defamation of character, so. Yeah. So what can you do? Yeah. So from this, we're going to move on because I think the timeline is actually a little weak this week. So, we're going to move on to our thread. If, I mean, the thread. If you listen to this week's episode of Gay Side Stories, where I made an appearance, we started to speak about open relationships. Look, that's backwards, because this is going to come out before mine. You know, <laughs> so they're going to get it completely backwards. Fine, fine. It is so fine. <laughs> it is so fine. <laughs> so... On Trillific Sense podcast, which is Gay Side Stories, we begin to speak about open relationships. Um, and I believe in, I believe where we were going with this um, is we actually begin the questions at this point. Um, what are your general thoughts on an open relationship? I think that... <clears throat> Number one, an open relationship is a valid type of relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But everyone has to be on the same page. And I think that it's actually not something that would be too far outside of the realm of something that I would entertain. Oh. Um, and that's open sexually or, I guess, romantically. So you wouldn't mind being in an open relationship? No, I mean, it would, obviously the, the conditions would have to be right. It would have to be the right guy. Like, it's not just going to be no old Ricky Dink, whoever come through and I'm just desperate for somebody. So, yes, I'm okay with an open relationship. It's this is something that's valid. You know, I don't see myself dedicating myself to a relationship the way you, the way I see you would if it was monogamous. Mm-hmm. If it's if there's if it's open, you know that person can go and get some needs or some wants because I don't know if it's usually it shouldn't be needs, but some desires can be fulfilled outside of me. Then I'm okay with that. It's not a big deal mm-hmm. to me. But also, re- open relationships ain't for everybody, and that should really go without saying. But let me make sure that that is clear. That I recognize that they're not for everyone, and I'm not advocating for everyone to try. Okay, do what works best yeah. for you. Be very open and diligent about what it is that you like, <laughs> and what you do not like, what you will tolerate, what you won't. Okay. Um, my general thoughts on open relationships is that you're right; they're not for everybody, but it takes a certain type of bond to have a successful one. I've seen really open relationships that work that last years. 
um, and they might have underlining issues or just something that they're trying to mask or disguise. And then I've seen open relationships that basically don't work out and they end up breaking up. So my general thoughts on open relationships is they are not for everyone, but if it's with the right person, it can work. I, I right. will definitely say that. I will own that and just say it. I've never been in one, okay? But I know people that are and that have been. And that's just where I stand with that one. Um, let's see. What else is the next question? Have you, have you ever been in an open relationship? No, I have not. And I have not either. <laughs> have you dealt with someone in an open relationship? Yes. Um, oh, mm, um, tell me more. <laughs> yes, and it did not end. It's two, but I can talk about one, and it did not end well. Um, it was kind of like I was with someone and he was with someone, but it started off innocent until it became sexual, and it just resulted in a lot of things like the ending of my relationship and it's just the awkwardness between us seeing uh, the two of us seeing each other now and especially how his spouse viewed me and how he views me now it's just it can completely change who a person is to you so mm. i've dealt with two fair enough true mm-hmm. have you not to my knowledge. Does does dating a guy and then like a week or two into it, he pops up in a relationship? Does that count? No. Because <laughs> that I think we've all experienced. Like, oh, I okay. haven't. <laughs> That's because you was it was <laughs> open to you. The door was wide open. Child wide open ain't the word, but I digress. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what rules would need to be agreed on for you to entertain an open relationship? Ew. Um, honestly. Yes. Communication. Mm. Even more so than normal, I would think. And it wouldn't have to be like oof, telling all my business. In my mind, it wouldn't be like a formal type of thing. Like, you better check in with me at 9 a.m., 12 p.m., and 3 p.m., and I better see you when I get home. You need my permission before you go do this, this, and that. It would be more so like uh, just casual, but let me know what you're doing. Let me know who you're talking to. Hell, and my ass, I'm like, well, uh, you text me while I'm at work, and like, well, I met somebody. I'm like, well, let me see him. Shit, what he look like? What's the stats? What y'all talking about? What y'all gonna try to do? Like, can I come in and get my voyeur on? Like, what's up with the what's up? You know, it's like it would be to me, it would be a, a laid back situation. But the, the, that communication would have to. Be it's there. like we would need to be comfortable enough with each other that we could have those relate those relationships. We could have those conversations and it not be a big deal. See, and this is where I have to piggyback off of you, but I feel like there's one that you left out. Trust. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, absolutely. I have to feel like if I'm going to entertain an open relationship, I have to trust that you're going to respect my boundaries when it comes to it. 
and I have to be able to trust that you're not going to violate my boundaries. Not only just the boundaries, I just need to be able to trust you as a person. To understand and let your bitches know. Yeah, but the reason why I didn't say that is because I just assumed if we talk in relationships, there has to be trust. trust to me in order to get to that point. To, but I do agree that that would be like another layer of trust. I yeah, think. it has to be extreme layer of trust for me to be able to you know what I'm trust you to sleep with someone else and expect nothing to come from it. Not only that, but I'm trusting you to sleep with other people and not bring anything home. <sighs> I'm trusting you to sleep with other people and not bring no babies into the world. Yeah. I'm trusting you to sleep or and, and, and talk to other people and not ruin relationships and have somebody at my door knocking on the door with the butt of their gun looking for your ass. Like There's a lot of layers of trust. Right. It's a huge thing. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like That trust is so important. What would be considered as cheating in this type of relationship? Uh, I have to go with what you said, violating those boundaries. If you just flat out, like if we say we're in an open relationship and one of my rules, boundaries, whatever you want to call it, is that if you're going to do something with someone, you need to talk to me about it first. You don't necessarily need my permission, but I need I want to be aware of what it is that you're doing and who you're doing it with. Hell, you might fuck around to be with a with a killer. I need to know where you at. <laughs> and if you go against that and I find out you're sleeping with people, you're not telling me about it, you acting like you're single, then to me that would be cheating. Because now you're operating outside of our established rules and boundaries. I think for me. It would be, well, duh, violating anything. But to me, also mm-hmm. would be mm, intimacy with someone that's not your partner. If that's one of your boundaries, then absolutely. Because I feel like that's something I reserve just for you and no one yeah. else. They shouldn't have access to you so, that way. Yeah, so let me amend and by saying we're saying open relationships, yes. which I'm not necessarily counting as the same as a polyamorous relationship. Polyamorous is completely different. Right. And so in an open relationship, I guess I would have to agree. Like if it's just open sexually mm-hmm. and you laid up in your boxes eating Fruity Pebbles at another motherfucker's house, that's a problem. But yes. You being that level of intimacy with someone that you're only supposed to be with sexually I agree with that. Now, the next question had to say has something to do with please um, detail your experience with poly uh, with poly Emery. Um, I never had that experience. Yeah, I haven't either. So I think we can bypass that question because we neither one okay. of us had that experience. <laughs> um, not yet, anyway. I hope I don't have to. I mean, it depends. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm open to being the the one that gets picked up. So I want to introduce something that I like to call slightly an icebreaker. Um, and I didn't put this in the notes because I literally just came up with it. Um, I want to call it the whole side stories. Now, come on. <laughs> now, shout out okay. to you. I normally do hotels, which is a whole episode where I speak about sex. 
Um, I reserve mm-hmm. it just for one episode each season. And spoiler alert, I'm doing one for Valentine's Day. Uh, oh, so, tell me about your wildest sex experience. Oh. I want, first of all, I'm a virgin. Thank you very much. How boo! <laughs> oh, my wildest sexual experience yep. would have to be. Hmm. I want to say, I feel like I've talked about this on my show before, but uh, I'm on a different show now. So I would say my one of my wildest, I'll say one of my wildest because I, I haven't really ranked them would be uh, I was in college mm-hmm. and I was in the kind of dorm room where it's basically just a big ass room that more than one person sit, sleeps mm-hmm. in you know so we had two beds two closets and all that but it was there was no dividers it was just a big room right. um, and then we had a bathroom in the room that we shared too and there was like a kind of like a partial wall up to a point so you couldn't see into the bathroom from the bedroom area mm-hmm. And so I was rooming with this super Christian uh, white guy. Come on. Never mind the never mind the fact that he was uh, texting me asking if he could have Bible study in the room. And then when I come home, him and his girlfriend in there having sex. Oh, but wow. <clears throat> him. Uh, so one night there was this guy that I knew that lived in the same dorm, and was like, you know, trying to get it in, but we didn't have nowhere to go. It was cold outside, so we was like, fuck it, just come up to my room um, and we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up messing around, like, right <laughs> in the little, because the way the bathroom was, like, the sink was on the outside, and then there was a little the water closet, I guess is what you would call it, where the toilet and the shower was. Mm-hmm. And so we turned the shower on to make some noise. And we were like right there in, in front of the sink doing things. And then we were like into the bathroom, into the shower, on top of the toilet. Well, I was just getting and all my, tights and nasty. And the whole time my roommate was in there asleep. <laughs> At least I assume he slept the whole time. Mm-hmm. If he didn't, good luck. Child. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, I come home and you and girlfriend in here panting. Y'all ain't got no clothes. But anyway, that was probably one of my wildest because it was just the the element, the thrill of and the possibility of getting caught because he was literally like two feet away the whole time. I think, ooh, you're challenging me for this one. Um, Finnick, I know, um, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, this is bad. Mother lived in her day. Um, I don't know. This is hard. With my wildest sexual experience, I would have to say I told the story about the postman before. Wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah. Um, I told the story about the postman. I think I told the story about the cop. Or did I? I think I did. I think I did, and I don't want to go there. Um, 
One night, okay, I got it. One night, one of my regulars hit me up. Um, it was like, come on, regular. Okay. It was like, hey, um, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, nothing, just in the house, relaxing or whatever they have you. He was like, listen, um, why don't you just come through? Um, my boy is up here from Atlanta visiting. Blasey, blah, 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 cat had the kit. So, mind you, I didn't know that I was going to a recording studio. Mm. Um, and when I tell you that he didn't, like, normally this guy, because he's not, to me, he's not even advertised and he comes quick. I just was like, all right, in order for me to sleep with you, there has to be a third person involved. (laughs) Yeah, that's how bad it is. But when I tell you his homeboy literally turned me inside out, like messed with me longer than he ever could, had me (laughs) had me screaming to the Lord, like all that good stuff, like literally hands down, he was one of the best sexual experiences I've ever had. And I cannot find mm-hmm. this man to save my life now. <laughs> <sighs> I need okay. Uh, I need you now. I need you now. <laughs> I need you now. <laughs> yes. Praise God. <laughs> so I think that pretty much wraps everything up. However. I normally do the ultimate selfie, better known as my self-care tip. Whenever I have a guest, I let the guest give the self-care tip. So, Trill. Hmm. My self-care tip for this episode is going to be listen to your body. Come on, Jesus. Talk about it. Because, and I think it's perfect considering we both are getting over sicknesses or trying to. Child, trying. I ain't supposed to be drinking. And yeah, and um, part of that was me not listening to my body. I probably needed to slow down a bit. Um, I've been doing a whole lot since I moved. Like, I feel like I just kind of hit the ground running and never really rested after that long drive. Come on, Seattle. And so it finally caught up to me and. Listen, I was sick as hell. That was a real bad cold. I was happy I didn't have a fever. But I say all that to say it's important to listen to your body, especially working creatives or just people that are working. If you're dealing with a lot of stress, if you're dealing with stressful niggas, Mm. if you got somebody that is always fucking with you at the bus stop and you're doing everything in your power not to bust inside the head with a bag of nickels, like, all of that stuff adds up, so it's important to listen to your body and give your body what it needs as far as fuel, you know, eating the right things, eating things that make you feel good, drinking things that make you feel good. Hydrate. Hydrate, moisturize, rest, sleep, all of that. You'll sleep when you're dead. No, you'll be dead when you're dead, and you'll be dead faster if you don't get some damn sleep. Okay. So... And, you know, fuel yourself. Listen to your body and give yourself what you need. That would be my self-care. Yes, God. And that wraps up this week's show. I want to take the time out to thank Trillificence for, number one, his patience. Because we've been trying to get this on for like a month. (laughs) Well, part of that was me. (laughs) That move came out of nowhere for everybody. Listen, I'm just glad you made the time to appear. 
and even with both, oh, thank you for having and me. even with both of us trying to get back to normal. <laughs> See, this is this is what I'm saying though. This is what working creatives do. We gotta, we have to do what's what's necessary. Yes, God. It doesn't always look good. It doesn't always feel good. We just gotta do what we gotta do. Sometimes, yes, creators, take care of your body before you take care of anything else. Take it, yes. please, take it from me. And that wraps up this week's show. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you all next week. Peace out. Peace.